Hi, I'm Nimisha. I'm Lavanya. We'll be talking to Sandhya today. Sandhya is an architect by qualification and an artist by profession. She is also a social media influencer. We are very happy to have Sandhya on our podcast to talk about her parenting and professional journey. podcast is called uh, Monday Morning uh, Yellows and uh, we've completed season 1 and uh, we're just starting season 2 and we're so thrilled and happy to have you as a guest Sandhya. I'm happy to be here. Very excited. Excellent. So Nimisha and I have put together some questions that I think um, you know our listeners in fact we are interested in knowing so we also believe that maybe our uh, listeners would be interested in knowing so um, we're gonna ask away and uh, you know just just uh, feel free and uh, stop us if you don't like a question do let us know but we'll, we'll love to hear from you um, uh, you talk about your professional as well as your parenting journey did you go to our when you were young Yes, I did. I was actually uh, almost, uh, I think I was five years old when I started going to art class and uh, I used to paint really well when I was in school and my father sort of recognized that I was good at it and then he put me in professional classes and I was with the same teacher till I was in high school, till I was in 12th standard. Yeah. So wow. I, yeah, I did go to art class. That's nice. Why did you want to become an artist? So, um, uh, I'm, I'm not actually an artist by education. I am actually an architect. That's what I studied when I went to college. And uh, that was what I did for my graduation. But um, uh, painting and uh, art is something that I've always done in the background. And when I got married and I came to Bangalore is when I thought I should do something with what I love rather than just going to office and you know like getting up in the morning and going and working for somebody I thought why not I just work for myself so that's what I started doing and that's how I started doing it professionally as a as a, a vocation as a as a business yeah that's nice. So, um, actually, it's interesting you brought that up, uh, Sandhya. That's one thing I wanted to ask you also. So, when did you actually realize that, hey, you know what, I can really take this up seriously um, as a profession? You know, um, I really see more to it and than just being a hobby. So, can you tell me about a certain, you know, did you have an aha moment or is was it just, was it gradual? No, so this, uh, I did have the Raha moment and it actually came because uh, I, I was new to the city and I didn't know anybody here and so uh, Vinod's circle of friends was very vital for me to sort of spread the word around and they would come home and see the pieces that I had worked on and uh, the big, uh, I would say revelationary moment happened when I had made my first canvas and uh, he had taken it to the frame shop and the, the guy at the frame shop actually said someone had offered to pay money for it. Wow. 
and buy it. Wow. Yeah, and he said he was ready to pay twelve thousand rupees for it. And then Vinod was stunned because until that day he didn't think that I could actually pay. Like he didn't know I had learned because we didn't have much of a courtship period where we could kind of discover each other's likes and interests. So that's when he came home very excited and he said, "You know what? Someone wants to pay money for this." And I said, "Yeah, because I've actually learned how to pay professionally." So. He said, "Are you serious?" I said, "Yeah." And that was my first canvas in Bangalore, where he had actually gone to the shop and picked up the canvas and brushes, so that it, it was not—I uh, was not bored here. I had not made any friends here. Yeah. So yeah, that was the big moment for me, where I thought maybe I could just do something with this skill that I had. And there was a lot of appreciation. I think Bangalore as a city is quite open to artists and people who. do stuff from home and creativity and they are very welcoming of uh, things that are custom made and they prefer things that are like uh, you know made for them rather than just picking it up from a store so yeah as a market that's what i kind of understood when i started doing pieces of work so yeah that that big painting was the Aha moment for me. I mean, it's very, very nice, lovely um, story, and I'm so glad you actually. You know, some people don't even go through that path, even though they know this is what they like. But it just, it just gets unnoticed in their everyday uh, busy lives. So I'm so glad that you found your true calling and you're really doing something about it. Um, and also, what is interesting is Sandhya is that I think the online uh, market is also. Um, in the last few years it's it's really uh you know um opened ways for so many young uh new entrepreneurs to just be out there small time entrepreneurs to be out there and sell their um work of art right whether it is a piece of artwork or it could just be anything and i also know that you're pretty popular on instagram so can you tell me a little bit about that experience how did um you know being on social media sort of help you reach out to you know a such slightly wider audience and i know you do talk not just about art about you know like you you post about recipes you post a lot about rukmini so can you tell me about that experience uh, how how does that blend in with your overall um career and also in general wh- what importance does it have in what you do in your everyday life uh, so before i get to that uh I'll, I'll tell you why it became easier for me to take this as a career because, or as I wouldn't call it a career or some like like you said, people don't get the chance or the opportunity to do what they love because that just gets lost somewhere in their daily life. Is because a there was a lot of support from Vinod because he said I don't I'm not expecting you to go to work and bring money home and have like a full fledged career and I'm not dependent on that uh, financial support from you, which gave me the bandwidth to. Uh, do what i love but a lot of women out there who are great artists or have amazing skills are not able to fulfill that because they have to support the household so i get a lot of messages from women on instagram where they're like i started painting because i saw you painting and i have actually gotten back to doing watercolors and sketching because you sort of inspired me to do it and that's amazing because they've worked for so many years and they've kind of got lost in that whole you know rigmarole of having to set up a house family have children work so that's a nice thing uh, with instagram is i've been able to reach out a lot of people and uh, speak to them about you know uh, they send me their things that they painted or they've done 
uh, some of them have actually uh, recreated things that i have painted and uh, it's nice because you know somehow you're reaching out to that community so i had it sort of easy i could do what i had i could do but i don't think it would have been possible if i was i had to support the household so you you're really yeah. you're being an influencer in the real sense you know obviously when people reach out to you and message you that's a that's actually influencing another person which is fantastic i think that's i think that's the whole point of social media and that message gets lost somewhere where people forget that it's not just products or it's not just makeup or it's not just shoes or clothes it's also human beings that right? you're interacting with daily and a lot of them actually look up to you in a lot of ways they're, they're actually on your profile or they're liking your posts because they see that maybe you're kind of living the life that they may want to live or they think that they could and so in a lot of ways when you reach out to them and when you're like conversing with them it's nice to sort of encourage their dreams because in some way they sort of get the support that they're not probably getting at home from another unknown person so it's nice to motivate them like that definitely so yeah please go on coming back to the uh, social media bit and the instagram and uh, how that works for me is uh, uh, i when i set up this uh, business of masala popsicles or the brand that i call my work uh, i used to not have a separate business page it used to be all together in my personal feed and then as the business grew i've been doing this for 11 years now so as the business grew it my work started getting lost within the personal posts of the cooking and of the home and home decor because there were so many things that i was doing so that's how the art page then was born because the feedback i received was that you know we need to see your work separately because we're not we, there's no catalog or this it's getting lost so right. that's how i have i have two handles now so that i can individually kind of uh, switch do you want to ask her nimisha yeah How old is your daughter? Does she paint with you? Uh, she's actually quite young. She's two point eight. She will be three on January first. And uh, no, I actually don't let her paint with me. <laughs> It will be too much of cleaning up for me to do. <laughs> so, but she has her own art time where I actually sit down with her and like uh, we explore with colors and water and we make bubbles. And I add like soap into the paints and. she can actually uh, touch and feel and you know it's also very therapeutic for babies so to you know paint and color so yeah i do those things with her they're not they're not related to my work because otherwise i would never have anything to send out <laughs> it'll all be a big mess <laughs> do you take art classes Ah uh, no, actually, I'm sure I don't take art classes because uh, I uh, the first half of my morning, uh, actually the entire day, uh, if I were to put it till about six o'clock in the evening, goes in my household activities, cooking, cleaning, taking care of Rukmini because uh, her father is working from home and he can't spend as much time with her, so. Uh, I'm primarily a mother in the first half of the day, and that's and then it's the later half of the evening that I become an artist and I run my business and my home. So none of the masala popsicles work or art or painting happen in the morning. So I don't have time to paint. That's <laughs> so, a I think yeah. that. But 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 that's a that's an option I'm exploring. So that's a good idea there. Yeah, take art classes. 
can be a student <laughs> my favorite color yeah is turquoise is turquoise i love turquoise like yeah. i love it and if you see all my work there's always some turquoise in it yeah yeah so it's quite evident <laughs> you know it's quite i see turquoise almost in every picture actually everything yeah yeah <laughs> it's like a signature color it has to be there sometimes the customers don't like it and they're like we don't want it i said i'm sorry but it has to be there <laughs> <laughs> that's nice take it take it the way i like it <laughs> yeah, i know there will be a small dot or a flash somewhere but it will be there <laughs> Do you remember the first painting you painted? Professionally, maybe as a child. No, professionally. When when was the first time you actually sent out a painting that um, you know that people actually bought? Um. Yeah, that was when I was uh, I, I was twenty three. I had just gotten married, and I was in Bangalore. And uh, so before I got married and came to Bangalore, I was working as an architect in Dubai. I was practicing professionally. and then i came here and i was not looking at working so that's when i told you the story about the painting and the ganesha painting happened uh that was not for sale that still hangs in our house over here but the first thing i actually sent out was a terracotta ganesha which was paid for i paid somebody paid 120 rupees for it and uh, they actually packed it and i sent it in a box and i was so excited about it reaching there <laughs> and uh, they displayed it in their house and sent me pictures and i put it up on my facebook page and you know tagged them and i was excited about the comments coming because i had made my first real money yeah. so yeah <laughs> uh, we've actually been uh, looking at your posts and we see this off late i think you've been making those uh, um महाराष्ट्र So there is an artisan who is in Sholapur, and he makes miniature brass vessels. And he was sort of having a super tough time with this COVID thing happening because he was not able to sell a lot of his products. And uh, somebody reached out to me and sent me this message and said, "Is there any way that you could promote this?" A again because of the followers on Instagram and the sort of uh, outreach I had. I I actually thought about it and I said, "Why don't I incorporate this in my own work?" in a way where i can give him constant business get the material from him work on that myself and put it up on my page as a product which meant there were constant orders coming in and i could buy things from him at his cost so that's how the miniature vessels thing happened the coffee dabla and the so it was also sort of supporting another artist in a way so yeah Have you visited art museum as a kid? Ah, uh, no, but I have uh, gone to a lot of art uh, exhibitions as a kid. I was very interested because uh, the city I lived in, uh, Dubai, was uh, quite famous for bringing a lot of Indian artists in. 
because there was a big uh, art community there and people uh, would collect art because uh, you will soon learn how people buy paintings as an investment as well like uh, like how you put money in the bank they actually buy a painting for a lot of money and they keep it in their house and it's sort of like something that they can sell again to somebody else at a higher price so these kind of exhibitions would happen and a lot of artists from india would come to dubai and as a child or maybe i was in like middle school maybe 6th grade 7th grade my father would get a lot of invitations and i would go i would go because i was just very curious um, i don't think i understood the art part of it so much i was just very curious to see what what people were doing what are the themes and the colors and my art teacher also was kind of pretty famous in dubai so she was a graduate of kathmandu school of art and she was the wife of a very uh, big uh, md of sony in dubai uh, sony the company so she used to like call us as the kids and take us and go as well it was almost like a field trip so <laughs> to exhibitions yeah i was one of those nerdy kids that went to art exhibitions <laughs> instead of like doing fun things <laughs> i mean my now that's clearly seen in uh, whatever you do today so which is which is good you know these are things actually ch- children can um if if there is if they if they see that or if parents see that their children uh, sort of show such interest right so i think it's yeah. nice to you know uh, channelize or show them the direction early on you know maybe send them to such i'll tell you something i'll tell you something very funny recently we had like this 20 year reunion of our 10th grade class on whatsapp they kind of collected everybody and they were sharing these very interesting stories about what each one did and the memories they have and then when it came to me they said and there were these very uh, you know hilarious stories of how people jumped walls or tried to escape like classes or you know they were caught and they were in the principal's room or their parents were called and the only memory they had of me was i was in the art room all the time right <laughs> <laughs> i was yeah you're right i was busy painting murals for like school competition and i was like uh, always participating in every art competition that came or that i used to be sent from school to another city to represent the school for a mural painting competition and i said you guys have those are the only memories you guys have is sitting here because you were never in the class because yeah. you always got a free ticket to get out of the you know the, the, the subjects <laughs> the math and the science class because you were representing the school <laughs> oh wow so <laughs> But that was very hilarious yeah i think all of that sort of defines uh, where you are today and what you're doing today so i guess um, it's nice it's nice that i have to i have to thank my father for that lavanya because uh, my mom was very particular about us being academically inclined my my sister was very studious and she like got good grades and she was very hard working and she would like study day and night and my mother was very particular that we had those grades and my father actually would always tell my mother that everybody in the world cannot become a physicist or a chemist or a doctor or a engineer there has to be artists there have to be like people who are creative because then the world is not fun right so there have to be people who paint <laughs> otherwise otherwise there'd be no colors <laughs> it just yeah be <laughs> black white and gray <laughs> yeah so um, there would be no talk there would be no turquoise <laughs> there'd be no turquoise the world would be gosh <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your typical day with um, Rukmini. 
Sandhya. We'd like to know what what are some things that you do regularly with her. Um, I know she's over two and a half. So, uh, what is it? What what's happening with her right now? What, what sort of activities do you do you sort of do with her at this stage? Just run us through a typical day with uh, Rukmini. So, uh, Lavanya, what happened was uh, this Corona and COVID sort of changed our plans and put it in a mixer because. Uh, she was supposed to start nursery on June sixth, and we moved into this new house. And uh, the entire plan was we would move into this house in May, and then she, we would sort of settle in her, and then she would start school here. We had her admission and everything sorted. And uh, we couldn't move in in May because of the lockdown, and uh, we kind of moved in only in June, and way past her. And the school obviously had stopped, you know, classes and everything. and they said online classes for a two and a half year old which was i, I was like shocked so i said yeah i'm not doing this i i might as well defer her admission for a year but i'm not putting her in yeah classes online for even half an hour a day <laughs> so uh, yes yeah so um uh, uh before she with the school idea happened it was more hard learning through the activities that I would do with her that at the colors or paints or just random things. Like I, I never had a schedule or uh, I was not obsessed about her learning things so quickly because eventually, as we grow older, we have to learn. I mean, the system puts us through a you know a rigorous sort of schedule and yeah. So until the time that she actually has the uh, freedom to do whatever she wants to do, I mean. Why would I want to like force her to do stuff? So it was more about me cooking with her. Like I would keep her on the kitchen counter when I would cook, and she would, you know, uh, help me to like sort things out and you know leaves. And it was more texture and play and feel. And then when we moved here, uh, she was growing up. So this place is perfect for her because she gets to play outside so much, and there's so much greenery, and she's. The first half of the day goes in her just cycling around, just randomly sitting and poking a worm with a twig girl, you know. So <laughs> uh, the the morning starts for me at around seven is when she's up and uh, in touch with. She's never been a cranky kid or she's never thrown any tantrum. She gets up bright and fresh and she's standing up erect on her <laughs> bed. She say good morning. <laughs> so. Yeah, like everybody get up now that I'm up. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's allowed to roll around in bed. <laughs> so uh, we get up and then she has her milk and uh, brushes her teeth. All that happens and uh, she's potty trained now. So uh, I have set that as a clock for her in the morning that she has to empty her tummy and uh, after the milk she goes out to play and that's when I get to make my breakfast and. you know i don't have a cook i've never had a cook so i enjoy making the food myself and uh, i also don't have any special food for me from the day she was eating solids she has always eaten what i've made at home so including the same spice levels so there's never been any sort of different food cooked for her and it can be anything so uh, that happens we have breakfast at around 9 and uh, and then what happens after breakfast is nowadays I have started dedicating one hour to actually doing serious stuff with her, like you know, colors and shapes, and we do lacing activities where her, you know, hand-body coordination is there, and her 
uh, we're doing flash cards we're doing like opposites we're doing a lot of jigsaw puzzles and so this is more uh, uh, home schooling in a way yeah it's not traditional home schooling it's just me trying to kind of make an effort with her and their patience levels are so small the window is so small because you can't engage them for too long because by the time she can figure out one jigsaw puzzle she's lost interest in it yeah. Yeah. she's like now i want to do something else so <laughs> for me uh, that's been a big challenge to kind of keep her engaged so she uh, i i actually work with uh, first cry as well so they sent me a lot of uh, these intelli kits which are uh, it's been really good because uh, the intelli kit comes with a lot of activities that have uh, they kind of uh, put them in simple packet and they explain to the parent how the parent is supposed to do it and she loves those and they have different themes so uh yeah they the kid gets to assemble the, the game so and it's age appropriate so it's been amazing for me with her with that she enjoys that i i give her only one hour screen time uh, during the day as between 11 to 12 is when she gets to watch some coco melon or nursery rhymes and that's when i'm cooking and that's when when there's on a lot of calls so it's easier for me because by then her mental capacity is exhausted so oh, she's kind of good to aimlessly sit and watch tv yeah <laughs> yeah and then by 12 she's ready for a bath and fun uh, we all have lunch at one and uh, so she eats on her own she's uh, got a plate but i keep like the food for and she eats and spills and but it's learning so uh, and then she sleeps she takes a nap between uh, by 2:30 to around uh, 4:35 yeah so that's that's a uh, that's a time when i take a nap as well most days because i need to kind of recharge my battery for the night yeah because i have to work <laughs> yeah so and then the evenings are mostly with vinod where she's like playing and she uh, goes to the play area here and all her friends are out and yeah so and then she's ready for like her uh, dinner by about 8 o'clock Yeah, 8:30 is when we all have dinner, and it's as a rule in the house, it's everyone at the dining table and no TV and no screen. So it's a nice time for us to even have fun with her because she's laughing and she's a joker and she cracks jokes and Very it's nice. it's nice. None of us are distracted because uh, the one thing that I have learned is that children grow up super fast. Is that you'll never get this time again with them. Before you know it, they don't even need you. They they doing their own thing, so so true. Uh, yeah, considering what our lives are like today, I think the adults need some me time as well. Yeah, it is stressful, and this whole Corona thing has put a lot of things. Uh, you know, our plans have so, including parents who were so strict about screen time, you have to give it to them now because you don't, you can't take them to the park. You can't, but it's about monitoring it. Yeah, it's a balancing act. It's about not. uh you know the overuse or abuse of screen time versus how much am i allowing my kid to give so i use technology i cast it from my phone and there is a cut off time when that one hour is over it automatically goes off on the main tv and she'll come down saying that power coach <laughs> <laughs> she thinks the electricity is gone <laughs> how sweet <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We got to adapt. They adapt very soon, so we also have got to adapt. Um, you know, for yeah, yeah, as well. So, yeah, 
Great Sandhya talking to you so many things that we spoke about thanks for sharing about your um, you know artwork our journey and also about Rukmini I'm sure our listeners uh, would have picked so many points or inputs from you know what you told us I'm sure it would have uh, it would make sense to them and they'd be able to um, if not apply at least think about what uh, you spoke to us about so which is great thank you so much thanking thank you for taking your time out um and spending your afternoon uh, with us so i really appreciate that nimisha do you want to say something to sandhya aunty thank you for talking to us aunty <laughs> you're welcome i had a really nice time chatting with you guys it's always nice to share a lot of uh, things that you love uh, doing with somebody else who can benefit from it yeah so i like what you guys it's very nice Thank you, Sandhya. Thank you so much. Uh, we hope we can meet you in Rukmini soon. Let's plan that offline, maybe. So, um, thank you so much. Thanks once again, and uh, bye. Bye. Bye bye. Hope you enjoy listening to our conversation with Sandhya Auntie. We'd be bringing another very interesting guest on our podcast next Monday. Until then, paint away. We are here to chase your Monday blues and bring some sunshine yellows. Ta ta. Ta ta.